welcome to a bang bang cult welcome back welcome we we welcome you a lot <laughs> <laughs> every couple weeks or so yeah so uh today we went back to the theme because we love our themes and we're gonna do some japanese cult yes we're gonna get crazy wild yeah and mispronounce everything everything you know how we do it's our best i'm gonna flip the coin and okay. again another good Oh, oh God! Where did it go? I gotta oh, no. stand up. It's ah. in. It's underneath my pants. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting on it. I got a little too aggressive. Uh, it's tails. Oh, it's me first. Yeah, it's tails. All right. Well, I'm gonna do Om Shenrico. So the cult was led by Shoko Asahara. Again, I think that was pretty good. We're gonna okay. We're gonna forgive me. You know how we. You know how we are. I'm not mad at it. Asahara was born on March 2nd, 1955, under the name Ch- Chizio Matsumoto. Matsum- that one I'm not so sure. <laughs> Matsumoto, I got. Ch- Ch- Chizio? Chizio? Ch- yeah, Chi. I'm just going to call him Chi. Uh, he was born into a large, poor family, and he was actually born with infantile glaucoma, oh. which made him blind in his left eye and partially blind in his right eye. And he was enrolled in a school for the blind. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And it turns out he was actually a bully, and he would beat other kids and take all of their money. I mean, are we surprised? Right? Just not surprised. Starting off young. I'm surprised that, you know, he was a blind son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 The things I didn't know. (laughs) But But he could see out of the, like, partially see. So I guess he could see who had money and... Well, yeah. He had the upper hand. Otherwise, he's just feeling them up to see if they're Ooh. poking them with a stick. Started up, well, started off young. Yep. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, he graduated high school in 1977, where he began to study traditional Chinese medicine, including acupuncture, which apparently is a common practice for the blind. Oh. Which it kind of makes sense. Like, if you know where your table is and you know where the body is, like... You can feel... Right. For things. You feel, but then it's probably a lot of feeling. Well, I mean, things. I guess you have a pretty good idea then. Of yeah. Your... I guess. Yeah. Maybe you have your, like, extra sensey feeling of it. Yeah. But yes, that's Interesting. a fun fact. Now we know. Soon after he graduated, he married Tomoko Matsumoto, and they had 12 children. Oh, shit. That's mm. my boyfriend's mom's name. Tomoko? Tomoko. Matsumoto? Not Matsumoto. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Does he have 11 brothers and sisters? No, no. Unless there's something I don't know about. Oh, maybe we should do some research. <laughs> Long lost relatives. Oh, so maybe he's keeping a secret. Oh, maybe. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that or one. maybe it's just the japanese it's probably a very common it's japanese probably yeah name. like julie or something <laughs> <laughs> asahara began to take an interest in studying other religions including chinese astrology taoism yoga meditation buddhism and christianity so when all of this yeah, yeah he formed a religious group the um shinsen no kai okay in 1984. I forgot to say the date. In it's 1984. Not as catchy. Not as catchy, but as we know, they like to change names. So yep. we start Gotta off with... stay hip with the jive. Got, yep. Stick with it. Or not stick with it. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee? I don't know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and that this is when he changed his name from Chizio. 
Matsumoto to Shoko Asahara. So he's now Shoko. Okay. Uh, the religion was actually based on Buddhist scriptures, the Bible, and other texts, but it mainly focused on Buddha, Buddha's teachings. And of course, in 1987, shocker, he decided to rename the group to Om Shinriko. Okay. It flows so, better. I, I do like it. I don't it. blame him. Right? Like, Am Shinsen no Kai to Am Shinriko. Like, very... Yeah. It's casual. It's, I'm much more into it. Super cash. And in 1989, Asahara applied for government registration. And after some reluctance, the government granted them legal recognition as a religious corporation. Oh. And he soon began to appear on TV and magazine covers and was even invited to lecture at universities. And hmm. his following started to increase. And he actually wrote three books. We can add this to our book club. Beyond Life and Death, Declaring Myself the Christ, and A Supreme Initiation. I'm really curious about this second book. How do you declare yourself the Christ? Well, something we can learn from cult leaders. So, in the book, he declared himself Christ, obviously. Obviously. And Japan's only fully enlightened master and identified with the Lamb of God. Oh, I don't know. I think your guy and my guy are going to... Uh-oh, they're going to get at it. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be the, the fight to the death. Yep. Uh, his mission was to take other sins upon himself, and he claimed he could transfer spiritual power to his followers. He saw dark conspiracies everywhere caused by the Jews, the Freemasons, the Dutch, the British royal family, and rival Japanese religions. Oh, see? They rival wouldn't. Japanese religions, rivals right off the bat. They wouldn't get along. But I also love that it's the British royal family as oh, well. Oh, yeah, of like, course. It's always the British royal family. <laughs> like, no, you guys are, no, we don't like them. I mean, you think there's not some crazy conspiracies going on with them? I mean. That's true. I mean, they've been around for so long. So. Exactly. They have secrets. Oh, they probably have so many <laughs> secrets. Ooh. Ooh. Meghan Markle had to sign something. Well, yeah. To keep all those secrets. And all the... Sign her soul away. The rumors that they don't get along, but then they're like best friends, but... Yeah. You know, it's tabloids. All the things. It would be fun <laughs> to be like a fly on the wall in there. Yeah, it would be... Or it would be really boring. Probably. It would be like so proper. I'd be like, can I get a drink? <laughs> <laughs> gin, please. <laughs> all the gin. Just put it in the teacup. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be a terrible wife. And, well, good thing they're all taken. <laughs> yeah. Good well, thing I'm not a princess. Okay. Maybe the sun back when I... Okay. All right. Yeah. Stop. Uh, and finally, of course, he outlined a doomsday prophecy. Of course. Of course. Which included a third world war and described a final conflict that would result in a nuclear Armageddon. He preached the necessity of Armageddon for human relief. Huh. And he claimed that humanity would end except for the elite few who joined Om, the group. Asahara predicted that Armageddon would happen in 1997, and he referred to the United States as the Beast from the Book of Revelation, predicting it would eventually attack Japan. I mean, can't blame him for that. That one, I'm like, <laughs> that makes sense. Seems right. Yeah, totally. I, I accept that. Especially with people who probably like are still like, yeah. It's yeah, fine. totally it's fine. Don't blame yep. you at all. Don't even need to talk about it. We get it. So the group began to use recruitment tactics called the Alm Salvation Plan, 
The plan included claims of curing physical illness with health improvement techniques, realizing life goals by improving intelligence and positive thinking. This all just sounds like L.A. It's literally. (laughs) This is all just spiritual self-help. And I'm concentrating on what was important at the expense of leisure. Wait, what? Concentrating on what was important at the expense of leisure. So, like, if you're being lazy, like, is that important? Like, Uh, choosing. I don't know. Yes. Okay. So, don't be lazy. I guess. I guess. But I guess that's the opposite of LA. No, choosing what's important at the expense of leisure. Concentrating on what's important at the expense of leisure. So, like... That's a confusing statement. It is kind of confusing. Because it almost sounds like they're saying to, like, not concentrate on what's important so that you can enjoy leisure. Oh, maybe. Right? Okay, so maybe be lazy. Or just, like, enjoy life. Enjoy life. Just enjoy life. But the word important makes it seem like those things should be important. Complicated sentence. Okay, well, someone explain it to us. Get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're not in a cult, <laughs> or you know, or we are because we yeah. live in LA. <laughs> yeah, this was accomplished by practicing ancient teachings translated from the original Pali Sutras, referred to as the Threefold Salvation. This efforts actually resulted in Om becoming one of the fastest religious group and groups in Japan's history. And it is believed that at the height of the group, they had approximately 1,650 members, of whom 650 lived in communal compounds, and they operated 26 facilities in 17 prefectures, basically, yep, and uh, (laughs) and about 120 (laughs) residential facilities. But, of course, with most, most cults, things began to take a violent turn. Yeah believe that the initiation rituals often involved the use of hallucinogens such as lsd which shocker shocker Hmm. some members were hung upside down and some were given shock therapy literally shocker (laughs) 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 but i'm real good tonight (laughs) i was believed in 1989 that one of the initiation members was murdered okay so but they were good at hiding it up hiding it i'm sure in the same year the group was threatened by a lawsuit which was led by an anti-cult lawyer named sakamoto 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 i do love some of the names they're so good just imagine you rock them sock them robots (laughs) like matsumoto sakamoto yeah it's good it's good a tv station had recorded recorded (laughs) tv station had recorded sakamoto and secretly leaked the recording to asahara the group yes i know it's confusing with all the names yeah uh and the following month sakamoto his wife and his child went missing Ooh. so basically sakamoto was gave was telling everyone about the secret of the group and they found out so bye and off with your head yeah they found they believe that they found the bodies like a year later but no way to know for sure yeah and they didn't want to like they didn't have proof that it was the group that did it Mm. and the om group started an assassination list of anyone who could be a threat to the group including a cartoonist yoshinori not gonna say the last name and he he actually began satirizing the cult and the, the cult attempted an assassination 
course, because he, he made fun of them, and they're like, no. So they really wouldn't like South Park. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it would not be good. <laughs> no. Just murder all of South Park. Yeah. Ugh. I can't even... Ugh. Good thing... Well, they probably did do it, but they just didn't even, like, were aware that... Maybe. Maybe. Or just too large of a... Yeah. Company. That's true. Group. I don't know what to call it. Didn't someone try to attack the South Park writers? I mean... Probably. I'm sure Disney wasn't happy when that whole thing happened when they forgot to pay their licensing. Oh, yeah. Was that South Park? Or was that The Simpsons? Or was that someone else completely? I don't know. You remember when that happened? When Disney... So Disney forgot to pay their licensing on something? Ooh. Like, I think on the character itself or something. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But someone took advantage of it. Well, I thought there was, like, something that happened where they, like, talked about... Maybe it was, like, Columbine or something like that. And then, like, people got very upset with the writers and, like... I'm sure people get upset with the writers at South Park all the time. All the time. I think they get, like, threatening letters oh, I'm all sure. in the reg. Well, I'm sure they're used to it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, of course, someone made fun of them, and they tried to assassinate them, and then in 1993, the group decided to experiment with chemical warfare. Yes. Yes. They, yes. They go, they start going cray-cray. On July 1993, cult members sprayed large amounts of a liquid containing anthrax spores off of their roof, their Tokyo headquarters. However, their plan to cause anthrax failed, and it just resulted in complaints of a bad odor. <laughs> so nothing happened, just smelled real bad. <laughs> when you try to start chemical warfare, and it, it just, just smells like you did the smells yeah. like they're like ew, it's gross. Just smells rotten instead. They're like God, ew, ew. <laughs> At the end of 1993, the cult started secretly manufacturing the nerve agent serine and VX gas. So then they start good at getting really into it. Yeah, they were like, well, that didn't work, so... So let's let's go crazy. Guess bad smells weren't good enough for them. <laughs> uh, they started testing it on sheep in a remote property, killing 29 sheep. And it is believed that both serine and VX gas were used in several assassinations and attempts over 1994 through 1995. And on the night of June 27th, 1994, the cult released sarin grass in the Japanese city of Matsumoto, Nagano. And they used a converted refrigerator truck, which released a cloud of sarin, which floated near the homes of judges who were overseeing a lawsuit that was predicted to go against the cult. And this incident killed eight and harmed over 500 people. Oh, shit. So they're starting to be like, okay, you want to? Yeah, I never heard about that one. They get crazy. So you're like, okay, you want to sue us? Well, good luck. And in December 1994 and January 1995, a member of Om Shenrico synthesized 100 to 200 grams of VX gas, which was used to attack three people. Two people were injured, and a 28-year-old man was killed, and he's believed to be the first fully documented victim of VX. Damn. He was believed to be a spy. Of course he was. I know. Sucks. That's shitty. Not a very good spy then. No, clearly <laughs> not. <Get> <laughs> if you're going to be a spy, don't get caught. Don't get caught. Number one rule. Right? 
In February of 1995, several cult members kidnapped Kiyoshi. Not going to say the last name again. He was a 69-year-old brother of a member who had escaped, and he was taken to a compound near Mount Fuji, where he was killed. His corpse was destroyed in a microwave-powered incinerator. What? Yes. So they're they're in like crazy. Not being over. like microwaved to death. But I feel like maybe it'd be like fast, because you know when you like because microwaves are fast. Well, you know when you like cook something and it like explodes. Yeah, but like I guess imagine how long it. it takes to cook a chicken. That's true. Okay, well, what I'm that'd be a really powerful microwave incinerator. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have been. It probably wasn't fun. I don't know. Well, and the remnants were disposed of in a lake nearby. Oh, gross. Those poor ducks. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe they have, like, their own Loch Ness monster that oh, enjoyed it. Made it oh, gross. Um, why, so why did they kill this guy? Because he was the older brother of a member who had escaped. Oh. See? Listen, you can't even have family members in cults now. No. Just, just don't be in a cult. Yeah, you're putting your whole your family at risk. in danger, not just you, your family. Yeah. Don't be selfish. Yeah, so I think they couldn't find her, so they took the brother instead, hoping that she would come back, but... Obviously not. She's going to get microwave incinerated. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm like, ugh. Uh, let's see. Oh, so, yes. Uh, before he was abducted, he had been receiving threatening phone calls demanding to know the whereabouts of his sister and he left a note saying if i disappear i was abducted by am shinriko i'm gonna start writing that on everything just like start putting like <laughs> if i was abducted please blame this person am shinriko it was definitely am shinriko we should just start putting that we're like wait yeah. they're here <laughs> so this actually gave police enough proof that the group was responsible for all of the attacks because they didn't, we weren't able to prove that it was them, and they decided to make a plan to simultaneously raid the facilities across Japan. But of course, the group was tipped off, and they decided to do something else to divert the police from doing this raid. So on the morning of March twentieth, nineteen ninety-five, the members released a chemical weapon similar to sarin into five trains in the Tokyo subway system, killing thirteen injuring 54 and affecting 980 people. And there is estimates claiming that as, as many as 6,000 people are injured. So crazy. I, I like That's how I know of Amish and Rico, though. I think that's how everyone does. Is yeah, because of the subway that. sarin gas. But yeah. you don't realize that there's like so much, so much more. leading up into it. Yeah. So they did this because... You think it's just this like terrorist attack, but no, they were... No, it was like a cult that was like, no, don't, don't, don't mess fuck with, with us. us. You want to see what we'll do? But of course, it, the attack did backfire and the police obviously conducted raids. They're like, oh, you want to do a terrorist attack? Then we're going to come. Like, Yeah. And like we said, there was like 27 facilities across all of Japan, so... Um, over the next week, the full scale of the activities was revealed for the first time. Uh, the headquarters near Mount Fuji found explosive chemical weapons and a Russian military military helicopter. What? How did they get a Russian military helicopter? I don't know. I want a Russian military helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. 
but we can move to Russia and then. Well, what did they do with this one? They auctioned it off. I mean, I don't know. They just I'll just go get that one. They just had it. They uh, don't need it anymore, right? I mean, All right. I think they're still active, so All right. maybe... Okay, tell me more. Okay, we're going to keep going. Uh, there are stockpiles of chemicals that could be used for could be used for producing enough sarin gas to kill 4 million people. Okay. How many people are in Japan? I don't know that. Let's just look that up. I'm going to look it up. I feel like this is important to know for this. Okay, currently the population of Japan is 126 million. Wait, 100 and what? 126 million? Okay, so they could kill 4 million. That's not that many, then. It's not that many. I didn't realize that many people were in Japan. It's I didn't such either. It's a small area. It's such a small... I, mean, I guess it's super crowded. I mean, you have seen, like, the videos of people going into the, the subway system. Yeah. They, like, stuff them in there. What year is that, though? This was 95, so I'm sure there's more people since then. Uh, let's see. I mean... It was only 125 million then. I oh, mean, so they only gained that. a mil. They yeah. only, that's crazy. I guess they had pretty crazy population control. Yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah, so there was enough chemicals to kill 4 million people, which of the percentage, I guess, is not that much. It's almost <laughs> half of L.A. That is almost half of L.A. Oh, that's sad. It's crazy. Is it, though? Less traffic. Oh, that's so true. That'd be great. <laughs> Make a commute so much easier. <laughs> We're not yeah. promoting Om Shinrico's chemical warfare yes, and please, murder. Please don't do so. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, cool. We'll put up with the traffic. <laughs> uh, police also found laboratories to manufacture drugs such as the LSD, methamphetamine, and a truth serum. And a safe containing millions of U.S. dollars in cash and gold. And they also had prison cells that were containing, that had c- prisoners in them. So, U.S. cash, but they hate the U.S. Exactly. But they might be... I, I mean, I guess it's a pretty universal dollar. Maybe they, like, were trying to get in with, like, to find why, when the U.S. is going to attack so they could go and attack them back. Because they worried that Armageddon was going to happen. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I, but they, like, seem crazy enough that maybe. maybe. I mean, they had a Russian helicopter. Russian helicopter, United States currency and prisoners and prisoners and enough to make four million could kill four million people so yeah 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 okay uh over the next six weeks over 150 cult members were arrested for a variety of offenses and on march 30th 1995 takashi kuna matsu <laughs> i tried i just think her face when she tries to pronounce these <laughs> like <laughs> my eyes get all like Oh boy. Squinty face. It's not great. Uh, He was the chief of the National Police Agency, and he was shot four times near his house in Tokyo and was seriously wounded. On on the okay, uh, on the evening of May 5th, a burning paper bag was discovered in the toilet of Shinjuku Station, and upon examination it was revealed that it was a hydrogen cyanide device. Which, had it been extinguished, would have released enough gas in the ventilation system to potentially kill 10,000 people. Damn. And on July 4th, several undetonated cyanide devices were found in other locations in the subway system. These people were... Why did they want to hurt people so bad? They. What was even their belief system? Just... Well, they were the elite. Destruction? Okay. Well, because of the Armageddon, they believed that that, like... They it, were going to cause the Armageddon. They wanted to cause the Armageddon, yes. But America was supposed to cause... 
United States of America was supposed to cause the Armageddon. Yeah. So maybe they just believed if they caused it, maybe then the U.S. would come. I don't know. Because they already thought that we were going to attack. They don't make any sense. They they don't make any sense. This is not logical. No, it's not great. If they thought that that was the case, then wouldn't they attack the U.S.? Maybe it was practice? Maybe it was practice for when the U.S. came. They could just, they knew that their cyanide would work and... Yeah, it's practice murdering people by murdering our own people. And it's still a chemical warfare in uh, Armageddon, so it worked for them. Something. And our good old leader was hiding during this time, and on May 16th, he was found in a wall in the the mountain near Fuji. Or the Fuji, whatever. Fuji Mountain. Mount Fuji? Mount Fuji. That one. The one where the guy was dropped into the lake. Yeah. That's that's where he was found. That place. place. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was hanging out the with mountain the mountain in Japan with the lake with the body parts that would have been incinerated. From the microwave. Yes. Yes. Where the Loch Ness of Japan is. Yes. 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 That's okay. where he was. <laughs> uh, on the same day, the cult mailed a parcel bomb to the office of Yukio Ashima, Ash- who was the governor of Tokyo, and it actually blew off the fingers of his secretary's hand. They just secretaries start... need fingers. They, yeah, <laughs> and she's just like, here's your fox, and then ba-bam. I hope she got a really good bonus. <laughs> well, she workers comp for life. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not laughing. Yeah. No, we're not laughing at her. It's just... They're crazy. They're crazy. On the 21st of June, or June, on June 21st, 1995... They were all, like, written in, like, the Japanese style, so I had to, like, go through and, like, change it. Yeah. On June 21st, 1995, Asahara acknowledged that in January of 1994, he had ordered the killing of a sex member, Kotora Okiata. He was a pharmacist at the at an, a hospital who had tried to escape from the compound and was held and strangled by another member and was allegedly told that he too would be killed if he did not strangle. So basically, I'm just going to go through like what they found out. So we're yeah. kind of going Backwards. finding out a lot of back and forward. On October 10th, 1995, on Am Shinriko was stripped of its official status as a religious legal entity and was declared bankrupt in early 1996. However, the group continues to operate under the constitutional guarantee of freedom of religion, under strict surveillance, of course. And they went under underwent a number of transformations in the aftermath. In the aftermath, oh boy, for a brief time, Asahara's two preteen sons were officially replaced him as a guru. Uh, it regrouped under the new name Aleph in February of two thousand. And it announced a change in doctrine. Religious texts related to controversial Buddhist doctrines and the Bible were removed. And the group apologized to the victims of the sarin gas attack and established a special compensation fund. And all provocative publications were no longer published. Oh, well, that was nice of them. I feel like most cults, when they continue on, just kind of go into secrecy and like... But they actually reached out and apologized. Two of the sons were like, we're sorry about that. Yeah. But in 2011, the cult reported its membership was at uh, 1,030 people, and they reported active active in trying to recruit new members via social media and going on college campuses. So, 
they're silently just trying to grow so that they can then use their chemical warfare. Exactly. Now they know it works. So is this really a front to be like, we're we're sorry about that, but just kidding. We're gonna. Well, maybe we haven't found out yet. We yes. I hope we never do. <laughs> On April fifth, twenty sixteen, a committee of Russia announced uh, it opened a criminal case against Amshenrico followers and a lot. Its investigators, along with Federal Security Service forces, were conducting raids in Moscow. Yep. And St. Petersburg to find them in... They found literature and religious items. And in September 2016, they were banned from Russia, declaring it was a terrorist organization. Well, that's what they get for stealing their fucking helicopter. They stole a Russian helicopter. But Uh, this explains the Russian helicopter. Yeah. So they were in they were in Russia. Yeah. And I think they were in Australia. Yeah. They were kind of all over. I think they were just like secretly. Well, they needed the helicopter to get to and from Russia. That's true. Wait, can you take a helicopter from I think it's too far. Russia to Japan? Maybe they like maybe into your I don't know, I think that's too far. But how yeah, how would they get it all the way over there? I don't know. I feel like I need to look at a map. Okay. Well at we're some gonna point. research this. Yes. Maybe it was like a military helicopter because those can go pretty far, right? Yeah, I think it was a military. So, but yeah. but it sounds like a lot of stuff we don't really know, like about this group. I think they kept it so oh, secret. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm just kind of scary to think about like what else they were doing that we don't we're not aware we're of. We're planning for Ugh. on and on July sixth, twenty eighteen, Asahara and six other of the members were executed by hanging. Okay. And finally, well, hopefully, on January 1st, 2019, in Tokyo, Japan Am, a sympathizer, told authorities he intentionally rammed into pedestrians crowded into a narrow street in the Harajuku district, and it was a terrorist attack in retaliation of the execution of Am Shinriko. And But he was just running into people? He just took his car and rammed into oh, people. Oh, his car. Yeah, it sounded like that. I thought he was just no, running through oh, he's the like, streets, like, uh... shouldering people. I was no. like, wait a second. Like, dang. That's the most hilarious <laughs> attack I've ever heard of. Just No, he took his car and okay, he ran no, that's into. Not good. Not, no, it's good. Not uh, good at all. It left eight injured and a ninth, and a ninth person was also directly injured by the driver. Oh. So, and that was this year, January So, 1st. they're still... They're doing, still active. I mean, he could have just been... A an, sympathizer. Yeah. But hopefully they uh, calm the fuck down. I hope so. But who knows? They might be doing, like, crazy secret stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're just infiltrating wherever they I can. I mean, they did a staring gas of they're a subway system. They're probably in L.A., so hopefully they don't hear this. All right. Well... Shh. <laughs> it wasn't us. It wasn't us. <laughs> and that, my, that is Nam Shenrico. Okay. I guess it's my turn. Yay. All right. Let's get, get comfy. Well, I guess I get to get un- less comfy. Okay. So what I'm going to talk about today. Um, so I couldn't really find a lot of controversy with this cult. But I decided to do them anyway. Because I just can't believe I didn't know they didn't exist, that they existed. Um, most of what I was able to find was published by the group um, because they're 
still active and I guess they cover their tracks really well. And they're well published. They're very well published. So today I'm going to cover Kofuku no Keiaku, aka Happy Science, aka the Institute for Research in Human Happiness. Aww. I know. I kind of love it. I kind of do too. Okay. So. Happy Science claims it's a religion that has the power to save all humankind through the worldwide dissemination of universal universal truth from El Cantare taught by Master Ryaho Okawa. Sounds good to me. Okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're going to go with it. <laughs> uh, so basically, if you didn't get it from the name Happy Science, they teach you how to be happy and how to make others happy. Which is so pure. How much laughing meditation do you think that they do? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see anything about laughing meditation. Okay. I hope they do a lot, though. I think they do a lot. Um, So the founder of Happy Science, Ryohu Okawa, was born in 1956 in Japan. After graduating from the University of Tokyo, Okawa joined a Tokyo-based trading house so when I read Trading House originally, I was like, I don't know what he's, th- what what are they trading? Pokemon cards? <laughs> I was so con- or like I was so confused, and then I realized a trade school. No, it's like a stock trading. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, were they trading like fashion? Like <laughs> trading? Like I was thinking like I think the Pokemon. The is Pokemon. My yeah. yeah, yeah. Nope, they're trading stocks. Yeah. Like money. Yeah. This was very confusing to me at first. (laughs) So they moved him to New York to their headquarters around 1982 where he studied finance. And then during the 80s, while in New York, Okawa had what he calls an enlightenment. Um, I have a quote from him. He says, I was suddenly struck by the feeling that somebody was trying to speak to me. I hurried to get a card and a pencil. My hand, which held the pencil, started to move as if it had its own life and wrote, E Shirase, E Shirase, which means good news, good news, on one card after another. When I asked who was speaking, my pencil signed Miko. It was Nichiran Shonin's disciple, Saint Miko. Uh, Nichiran Shonin was a Japanese Buddhist priest who developed the teachings of Nichiren Buddhism, which is a branch of Buddhism, in case you guys didn't know. So that guy was commuting, com- commuting, communicating <laughs> with Okawa through automatic writing. Interesting. Yeah, and this was his, the beginning of his enlightenment. So communication from Miko seized a week, seized a week later when the first message from Nichiren himself was communicated, and it said, love others, nurture others, forgive others. I, like, love this. Right? I want, can someone come to me and, like, as I write, it comes <laughs> out? So, these three ideas eventually formed the basis of Akawa's teachings on love, and the spirits began with automatic writing, and then a month later spoke through Okawa. The spirits ranged from... A couple people I don't really know, Kukai, Shinran, and Confucius. Ah, know that one. To Jesus Christ, Moses, and Nostradamus. 
annual event. Yeah, so kind of all over the place. Um, Okawa would go on to publish books of these messages in 1985. And in 1986, various spirits advised him to retire from the trading company. No more trading Pokemon for him. And he made up his mind to devote his life to God's truth. And that same year in October, he established Happy Science. And in 1987, he published a trilogy. The Laws of the Sun, The Golden Laws, and The Laws of Eternity. The Laws of Eternity is Happy Science's view on space. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit All right. later. Um, so these form the core textbooks of Happy Science, along with the fundamental sutra, the Dharma of the Right Mind. Yeah. Um, the basic teachings of Happy Science are exploration of the right mind, the fourfold path, and El Cantare. So, according to Akawa, in order to obtain happiness, one must practice the principles of happiness known as the fourfold path, which are love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. Not to be confused with the Buddhist eightfold path. (laughs) Okay. I was reading this like, this is very, like, Buddhism-y. Yeah. Um... So the only requirements to join happy science is that applicants must have the aspiration and discipline to seek the truth and actively contribute to the realization of love, peace, and happiness on earth. Uh, like fabulous cults. Right? I'm so into this cult. This is the happiest cult uh, we've <laughs> ever covered, I think. Yeah. I'm into it. They're so happy. So I do think they're really happy though. <laughs> they're like, I don't know. So, El Cantare, which I believe in Spanish means the singer. That, yeah, I, I think. I just think it's interesting that the name is El Cantare. Like, yeah, it's Japanese cult, but okay. They're they're well traveled. They know very well traveled. Yeah. So, El Cantare, they believed, is the highest god of Earth, the Lord of all gods. They believe that the being was first born on Earth three hundred and thirty million years ago. And that it is the same entity that has been worshipped at different times as Osiris, Hermes, and Buddha. And that Okawa is the current incarnation. And I actually saw a list, and um, the listing had the uh, the different incarnations of it. And there was one in, like, Inca, and one in... Hold on, I actually have it right here. Yeah, there was one in Atlantis. There was one in Inca... Um, and then, of course, Greece and India. So, Okawa conducts what they call alien readings. I don't know what that means. Is it like star charts or like... I don't know. I'm just picturing like palm reading, but... Alien. Alien. (laughs) Maybe they're like men in black aliens that can like read palms. But he's conducting them. Maybe he reads the aliens. Or maybe he is a men in black like alien person. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. So, he also predicts that much of the United States will sink at the beginning of the 24th century, which actually, I mean, I figured it was going to happen way sooner than that. So, I'm pretty relieved. All right. I'm okay with this. I love that it's Japanese and they both are talking about the U.S. Yeah. Well, we get talked about a lot. We're popular. Yeah. 
not in all the right ways. <laughs> no, but we are. <laughs> we are in people's mouths. Um, so it was written also that Martin Luther will be reincarnated as a Japanese school teacher and help usher in a new relig- relig- religious movement. Oh. Yeah. So, side note. I actually one time went to a palm reader or like a reader and she said that I was born to come back to my life to work at my last job and like help them out. Like my life's calling was my job. That's terrible. Isn't I'm it? sorry. Isn't it awful? So, so awful. it's not always accurate. No. Just, we'll just put I that went out there. I to one when I was in, uh, when I was like 11 and they told me I was going to be like a doctor or a lawyer and that I was going to have twins. So they're, they're spot on right now. Yeah, totally. totally. I have none of those things, but okay. we'll see. So time. go to a fortune teller or a person. And they know what's up. They know the exact truth. And maybe they can do an alien reading. Maybe. Whatever that is. All right. So Happy Science claims that it um, transcends the barriers of race, nations, cultures, and religions, and is a major force in uniting a world that is becoming increasingly fragmented, isolated, and chaotic. They believe the teachings hold the key to resolving the escalating conflicts between major religions around the world, that its wisdom has universal appeal through the unity of his religious and spiritual philosophy, attracting hundreds of millions of readers. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's what they say. So, Okawa has all the teachers within Happy Science working together as near equals. To Harmony. Fir- right? Har- like, equals? Weird. What is that? Uh, to further the world's spiritual development. And he insists that they all have common spiritual origin, even though they may have opposing views on God and man. So, like, you can have different religions within this religion? cult religion. Wow. Yeah. Really into this. So weird. I mean, which is a Buddhist thing anyway. There's Christian Buddhists, but for a cult, I mean. They're very open-minded. Yeah. No uniforms or anything. No murder quite yet. Quite yet. (laughs) That we know of. That we know of. That we know of. They're still very on top of things. (laughs) So I watched one of their videos. I'm really happy I found this video. I have to tell you. Highly recommend it. I should probably find the link yes. and post it. We'll post it. Because I made Derek watch it too. So, in this video, Okawa teaches about reptilians. Yes. Which are reptile-like space people, in case you guys didn't know. And they are disguised as humans that make up about 30% of our population. He says, reptilians are why we are always at war and having racial conflicts. It was one of El Cantari's missions to bring these two races together as one. The reptilians have special abilities, such as erasing people's memories, but these abilities don't exceed El Cantari's ability. He says he will protect Earth as long as he is alive and that he can sense which reptilian did what, so he can capture them and condemn them. And that as long as, yeah, he's alive, we'll be safe. So he can track them. Yeah. Yeah. That's who they are. Yeah. As long as, I guess as long as what they do is, like, on a certain level, he's, like, in tune. So, keep it on the DL reptilian. Yeah. Otherwise, El Cantari will get you. He knows what's up. 
Yeah. I was like, this is because it's all like happiness and joy. Reptilians. <laughs> yes. And UFOs. <laughs> I didn't see anything about Sounds UFOs. Sounds like a really but... good trip on drugs. Like, yeah. Like the happy trip. Yeah. I'm like, where did this part come from? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm here for the ride. Okay. So happy science is a group of other entities too they're not just a religion no 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 he's a businessman of course they branched out so trading pokemon cards yes you well you always start with your pokemon cards do you think they're part of like the pokemon go i don't know maybe maybe it did bring happiness and unity to all for one summer it's true and then they just made the the harry potter one so pokemon go was like the best summer of my life it's pretty great it was a really good summer. It was a good summer. I was so skinny. I was like, yeah, I'm walk. <laughs> I was so active. <laughs> Almost so died a couple fun. times in roads, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Totally fine. We got that Pikachu. Okay. So the Happy Science Group also includes a publication division called IRH Press. And they claim that Okawa has written over 2,300 books. I've also read reports that says over 800. To be fair, 2,300 is over 800. So who knows? Could be one or the other. Could be less. Could be more. Could be in the middle. Could be in the middle somewhere. So he also broke the Guinness World Record for number of books written in a year by an individual in 2010 with 52 books. Wow. He wrote a book a week. That's insane. That's so many books. Like 52 doesn't sound like a lot, but then you realize... It's a lot. It's a lot. We can't even do that many podcast episodes in a year. No. No. We can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone write a and whole like, book. And like, how long are these books? I don't know. I think, I don't think they're all super long. He's like 10 pages per book. <laughs> right? And I think some of them are transcripts of like mm-hmm. his things. So maybe he's just talking and then writing. How many books do like the romance novel people write? I'd be curious. Oh, so many, I'm sure. There's like a new, like Nora Roberts, is that her name? Yeah. She has like a new one a week, every week, I feel like. Oh, I don't know. I don't Maybe it's like one, a, I don't know. Maybe it's like one a month or every other month or, I don't know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. They do get them out really quick though. Yeah, they do. So many of his books have sold millions of copies and you can find them in Barnes and Noble. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're popular. He's published. He's yeah. super published. Um, And they also publish Japanese monthly magazines, The Liberty and Are You Happy? I, I think I was reading that Are You Happy was a woman's magazine. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there are also six feature-length films since 1994 with nationwide distribution, as well as TV and radio programming. Um, and then the trilogy of happy science, the laws of the sun, the golden laws and the laws of eternity have been made into movies. Wow. Yeah. So you don't have to read them. You can just watch the movie. Yeah. Ultimate cheat sheet. Hey. Um, so they also have happy science schools and like program things and a political party. A political party. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. So they have Angel Plan V, which is a pre-kindergarten program. Wow. Gotta start them young. Start them very young. Um, so the one that interests me a lot was they have Happy Science Academy, which is a junior-senior high boarding school that has two campuses in Japan. Dang. Yeah. So I, their goal is educating future leaders of the world with a big vision, strong perseverance, and willing to take on new challenges. 
It says, at the Happy Science Academy, there are three fundamental beliefs, nurturing students to become a virtuous person, nurturing students to become intelligent, and nurturing students to become creative. That's like, great, yeah. especially in like the Japanese culture where like their kids are so like pressured to do like... Yeah. Well, and the founder of this was, he was very disciplined, but he like believed, I guess, growing up and kind of finding peace and happiness within discipline so maybe that's a part of this too is kind of like yes wish, discipline yeah. but but like also not that much discipline yeah everyone's so stressed out all the time exactly being happy too and like chill chill it's okay be creative and disciplined yeah you can do both you can do both he's the number one we know now yeah we know now so they have an after school academy called buddha's truth after school academy it has over 180 classrooms throughout japan and in several cities around the world focuses on after school education for children from first 12th grade um so it's focused on faith morals and in supporting children's school studies in their weak areas as well as their strengths and they have a Happy Science Institute of Government and Management for Adult Education in Government and Government and Economics. And Senior Plan 21 Buddha's Truth Dojo, which is designed for seniors to plan their future lives by reflecting on their whole lives. Dang. Yeah. It's like a whole, like, from birth to death, they got you covered with a schooling of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Just covered. You've got your communities. Yeah. So you don't have to murder people. And a boarding school. You can send your kids off to learn how to be happy and creative Dang. in Japan. Um, so they have a political party. It's called the Happiness Realization Party. Um, the Happiness Realization Party was founded in May 2009. And it was founded to offer concrete and proactive solutions to the current issues such as military threats from North Korea and China and the long-term economic recession, and they aim to implement drastic reforms of the Japanese government, bringing peace and prosperity to Japan. And they have two key policies that they promote, um, which is strengthening the national security and the Jap Japan-US alliance, and improving the Japanese economy by implementing tax cuts and taking monetary easing measures and creating new major industries. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and they also advocate that Japan should offer a model of a religious nation that allows diverse values and beliefs to coexist and that which contributes to global peace. And as of spring of 2018, they have 21 local counselors. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, um, they have... The organization now has branches in the U.S., South, South Korea, Brazil, Uganda, the U.K., Australia, and India. And according to them, they have between 11 and 12 million members across, well, 90 countries. Um, in case you didn't know, there are 195 countries in the world. So, so we just have 100 more to go? We have 100 more to go. They're just like, oh, I'm going to enjoy them. I like them. Right? I was reading this like... I, it's bad to join cults, right? 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 Because we've talked about how bad they are. But. Yeah. But, like, this is 
they just want everyone to be happy it's kind of refreshing to hear a good cult and like a happy cult and they're so happy everything i read but but to be fair i couldn't find much of anything not published by happy science about happy science that's true I found a couple of, like, first-hand accounts of people going to visit them. Like, I saw one guy who went to visit them in, like, France. And he wrote about his experience. And, like, but he didn't have anything bad to say, really. He was just like, this place is kind of weird. They talked about aliens. Yeah. That, that's I mean, true. that's, there are, there is aliens. Um, yeah, if you're, like, prepared for some weirdness. But yeah, but I thought it was interesting though because reptilians are like something that people believe in outside of this cult, right? That's like a thing. So, okay, I kind of want to go find a meeting and go to it. They have a they have one in Pasadena. All right, I'm you want to go, go stop check by? it Let's out? Do it. Let's go check it okay. out. Okay, we're gonna go to the Pasadena headquarters at some point, and we will let you know how it goes. Yeah, where's that cafe we need to go to? Are they in near Pasadena? Too? I think they're Silver Lake. Oh, well, we're gonna have to do like yeah some field trips. Okay, well that's it. That's all I have. No murders on your end. On my end, it's okay. Mm-hmm. My people took care of all of it for you. Yeah, no, nothing bad yet. Yet you're gonna have to watch yet. out. Watch tomorrow. News is gonna break. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. Da, da, da. Happy science. Not so happy. Only mildly happy and content. They're having a gloomy day. <laughs> <gasps> okay, guys, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. If, you know the usual. Yeah, you pretty rate much and subscribe know. if you like us. If you don't like us, bye. Email us at bangbangcult gmail.com our social media is bang bang cult on instagram and facebook we don't really use facebook but it's there if you do it's present um okay that's it all right Bye. bye